Hello and welcome to Dodeca! Dodeca! <laughs> Hello, tonight we have episode three of Grim Hulk, our latest Dodeca RPG actual play. Um, in a moment, we're going to go around and everyone will tell you who they are and who they're playing. But before we do, please don't forget to go and check out all our social media. All the links are below in the about if you're watching on Twitch and in the video description if you're watching on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, come join us on Twitch and vice versa. Also, check out our Discord. We've got over 500 people sharing their stories and, and feelings about role-playing games, movies, and all kinds of other things. It's a great community. And also, please don't forget to check out our Patreon. Now, our Adventurer Tier patrons today got a special treat where we released the first episode of our many editions of D&D, where we've created five adventurers who will make their way through levels, but also all the editions of Dungeons and Dragons. So we've started with basic D&D, and when they all get to third level, they will move up to advanced Dungeons and Dragons and we'll recreate the characters. And the idea is that we get to see a little bit about the differences of the different mechanics and things of D&D. And it's, it's all because they've announced that they're doing a, a revision of fifth edition. So we thought we'd go back and look at all the others. Cool. Okay, right. There's all the gump out of the way. So what we're going to do is we're going to, as you can see, unfortunately, Ben cannot be with us this evening, but for good reason, for anniversary reasons. Yay. Um, so we're going to go around and people are going to tell us a little bit about themselves and their character. And we're going to start with our, our ancient one, our crazy megalomaniac, <laughs> Josh. And what's your character like? I knew you were going to say it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I played uh, Jeff Vaughn uh, I am a billionaire frozen from another time, just trying to make my way in the world. I was given a small loan and I pulled myself up by the bootstraps. Um, so yeah, I was born in another time. I trust coin. The world taught me that forewarned is forearmed. People call me a survivor and I seek a better life. And my hobbies are throwing data pads at wasps. So, um, yeah, living my best life in Dodeca. Cool. Excellent. Thank you, Josh. Over to you, Aaron. I'm Aaron, and I am playing Harrison Jacks. He was born in blood and flame. I trust not but steel. The world has taught me to live by my wits. People call me a delver. And I seek revenge <laughs> against another group who befriended me after all of my family were killed. And then they betrayed me, took all that we had found and left me for dead. Wow. Awesome. That's some motivation right there. And the rest of the party are coming with you on this journey. And our robotic friend, James... Uh, so yeah, I'm playing Ed Extermination Droid 210, um, a former um, robot killer droid uh, turned kind of helper, I guess. Um, I was born of iron and steel, and I trust my own two hands. Uh, the world taught me to prey on the weak, and people call me a hunter. But since my reprogramming by Grimjaw Shipwright to um, aid those that I previously hunted, I seek a noble end to do good instead of evil. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of a, a reformed death bot. Awesome, awesome. A and the uh, the space dwarf who helped you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I'm uh, Martin. I'm playing Grimjaw Shipwright. As I said, I'm a space dwarf engineer. Uh, I was born beneath the earth. I trust what comes before me. The world taught me hard work pays off. People call me a veteran, and I seek a worthy opponent. I am assisting Harrison in his revenge and in hopes of finding the source of what is causing this uh, this Hulk ship to be falling apart and put an end to it. Oh, awesome. Right, now, before we begin with a bit of a recap, James has got a bit of a message he wants to share. Um, yeah, so just before we start all the fun stuff, a bit of serious news, I guess. Um, I'm currently fundraising for an appeal for my mum, who's um, suffering from a brain aneurysm at the moment. And she needs um, urgent uh, medical care. And she lives in northern Cyprus. So there's no NHS or anything like that. And she's 68, so she's a pensioner. And the operation is going to cost ballpark around about £5,000. Um, and obviously, um, I'm sure as Aaron can attest to, um, private medical, medical care is quite expensive living in America. Um, and so I've set up a GoFundMe um, with my brother, and we're both kind of leaning on a lot of our friends and family to try and fundraise for that. Um, I'm going to be doing a, a run on the 1st of December, basically a marathon, um, and I am not fit at all. I'm going to run the Guild Wheel in Preston, if anyone knows it. Um, uh, it's about 26 miles, I think, and it's going to kill me, but I'm going to do that I mean. as part of the fundraising. Um, so, yeah, I've got uh, a GoFundMe and any any little helps, even if you donate like 10 pence uh, or share it to anyone, put it on forums, anything like that. I'm just because um, we've managed to raise, I think, nearly £1,500, which is phenomenal so far, but just between friends and family. Um, but it's obviously anywhere close to the £5,000 would be amazing. So, yeah, um, if, anyone, if anyone knows anyone that can help or if you, if you just want to just pass it on, that'll, that'll, you don't even have to donate money. Just tell people about it and that'll be great. So, yeah, anything helps. Thank you. Great. And we've shared a link in the chat on Twitch right now. So it's there available for you to go and help. Linda, with this, um, with the raising the money for this treatment. So that's a yeah, fantastic cause. And if you're watching back on YouTube later, then the link is in the video description below. Hopefully, by the time this hits YouTube, we'll have hit that target. So <laughs> That'd be amazing. That, that would be amazing. <clears throat> okay. Right. On with the show. So last week, previously on Grim Hulk. Our brave adventurers came across the Fisher clan within their holy cylinders, which turned out to be some sort of ancient aquarium that they were sort of living inside and feeding the piranha fish in the bottom of these tanks with some of their less useful civilians, it seems. And a deal was struck that you would, uh, they would let you pass through their territory if you, well, actually they were going to let you anyway, weren't they? But they said, would you please, you look like capable warriors, would you please check out cylinder, one of our cylinders, cylinder four, um, which has had sort of some sort of attack or something's gone on in there. We haven't been able to um, deal with um, sort of habitate in there uh, for the last few weeks. And you all went in to investigate and you saw that the, the sky blades, the giant air conditioning unit at the top, had malfunctioned, <clears throat> run out of power. And I believe Ed 210 carried Grimjaw up <laughs> the kind of decrepit structure of the village inside the thing. And Grimjaw was able to plug in 
the a spare power source yeah. in which came from the ancestors tube if we all mm. remember the ancestor cylinder uh plugged in there <clears throat> excuse me and at that point the sky blade started turning and everything was happy until tears in reality opened and interlopers arrived these are the creatures who have been attacking the universe killing everybody and you'd seen the telltale honeycomb dusting structure that they leave behind their mere presence kind of corrupts material of this universe into this structure um, and they came through and there was a bitter battle and uh, you were victorious uh, I think there were a few injuries um, but largely you were victorious and oh, thank you Onomichi um, and therefore you were able to pass through the territory and onwards towards the fungoids and all you've heard about is these fungoids who seem to be a large group further away. Even Karush has very little information about the fungoids. And Karush, if you remember, is kind of from this region of this level. I think Karush is going to be unusually quiet about things tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Lake of Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad. <laughs> It is the anniversary of my leaving Lake of Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Every day is anniversary. Um, <laughs> sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. Probably not watching, <laughs> but sorry. Um, so you guys have been um, slightly injured. Is there anything you wanted to do before you left the Holy Cylinders? They are fairly keen for you to leave because, as you can tell, they've got quite an insular society. But you have helped them, so they're willing to let you rest if you want to rest before you move on. Didn't, uh, didn't Grimjaw pull some stuff off the uh, intergalactic beings? Yes, I did. Plasma, like a plasma. I've got a, I've got a little... And a jar full of honeycomb. A jar, and it's got this, whatever I pulled off the belt is inside this like jar of honeycomb. Oh, yeah. It's kind of self-destruct yeah. activation. Yeah, well, he's... Um, his emergency return. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So you've got some sort of portal device that may not be working. And you've got some honeycomb. And, and I thought you had the plasma sack, didn't you? Uh, I mean, I don't know whether I had time or not to get that, but... Oh, no, um, you've got the... Sorry, you got the button, didn't you? Yeah, you got the, yeah, button. I got the button. Yeah. Um, also, if you remember, we were going to do some experience this time around. Right. So we were going to give everyone a chance to add a step on their journey. Now, we can never think about that if you want, and we can kind of shout them out as we go through the adventure. But is there anything anyone, is there any particular skill that people think that they used a lot that should go up? Because then we can find the skill that you want and we can add a step on your journey that describes how you used that skill in the last session. The experience system in Dodeca is narrative. So it's something that we all agree on together. And, um, we can, we can, you know, you're, you're using your guns a lot. Yep, that's cool. We can, we can put your observe up. If you're fighting a hand-to-hand combat a lot, we can put your prowess up. If you want to try something else, um, Jefflon, <laughs> uh, your might for throwing things. You're getting thrown a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> thrown a lot of things. And, you know, you've been, you've, you've been out of the tube for a while now. Maybe your limbs are getting their strength back, and you. You're Most of my inventory to... is actually cross-tape. That's how many things I've. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I might bring up my. I'm thinking either I've thrown a lot of things or I've shot a lot of things. They're my two okay. main activities. But whichever 
probably it's up to you which been. one which one would you prefer would you like your I mean, observe to go up tactically i should do that but okay, i really observe. enjoy throwing things so i'm gonna go with might. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that brings one might to sensible option is a so i'm going b yeah, <laughs> so so think of a sentence but you don't have to say it right now but think of a sentence that puts your your might up you know that describes your throwing that's kind of in line with the other sentences in your in your um legend cool. god i forgot yeah. the word of my own bloody game for a minute there look at that <laughs> um aaron what skill did you think you should put up from la- your last couple of adventures well i think harrison spent a lot of time shooting a lot of things yeah. fairly successfully yep yep um so that's that be was pretty much yeah that's pretty much the only thing he was super successful at but he uh yeah he crushed a few things standing there with that gun so i think uh i think definitely will be observe okay um cool and then think of a sentence that describes that uh you know yeah, became a sharpshooter or crack shot eagle-eyed you know or something along those lines that's kind of descriptive about uh, uh, how sense. about i i see the world through the sights of a gun oh <laughs> perfect fantastic that is that is brilliant amazing i have okay in, in the right hands everything is a weapon <laughs> <laughs> oh wow yes Brilliant, brilliant. Okay, James, what skill? Focus on the skill first. What skill do you think? I know we've done a lot of fighting, but there has been some talking, you know, and exploring, finding traps, um, whether we're walking I mean, into them or. Yeah, I found traps by hitting them with my face. <laughs> True. Um, I produced a can from an orifice. Uh, is that pretty you've, weird you've actually made several <laughs> law roles though haven't you to like, yeah like, know I've been, things i've been kind of anytime any weird stuff comes up i'm trying to lean on to whether like i i guess i could be like um like hidden programs you know like um depths of knowledge kind of yeah thing. like suddenly an air of your memory gets yeah. you get access to again and your law increases or something yeah. it's up to you if you want something combat related yeah. then no, that's I like fine that. i like that that's cool yeah um yeah access like mm. protocols unlocked yeah mm. learn some stuff mm. that's cool and uh martin what about grimjaw what skill do you mm. think i've dissembled ancient technology oh <laughs> nice i like it my um i think karush would probably put a cult up yeah i've been um, weird um, <laughs> i am the hole maker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. We'll leave that to Ben. Um, cool. Okay. So a little bit of experience there at the beginning. Some cool ways, you know, and it gets descriptive. So eventually your legend. So the next, if we, if we had another episode, I'm not saying we don't, but we probably don't. Um, when you read your legend out, you can then read out those next steps as, as part of your character. Okay, cool. So did you guys want to rest at the holy cylinders before you moved on? <laughs> Aaron's yeah. like nodding, nodding. <laughs> Okay, how long did you want to? How long did you want to rest for? Until you're fully healed. How long is it for vitality? Uh, it depends on the amount of peril you have. I think so. Yeah. For one to three peril, it's ten minutes per point of vitality. Oh, so and how long do you get a peril back? Is it thirty minutes if it's only the first track? Yeah, peril goes away uh, thirty minutes in a um, well in a lit or yeah. dimly lit area. 
I've got 30 minutes. In 40 minutes, then I would be back to full strength. So that's my baseline. Okay. I don't know if anybody else needs any anything better. Um, mm. I'm the same. I've lost one vitality and one peril, so I'm exactly the same. 40 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yep, that'll work. Is that good for you, Aaron? That's totally good for me. Okay, well, it's it. we'll round it up to an hour. You know, yeah. you hang around it's yeah. not exactly 40 minutes, but yeah. that's what you needed for your... your and we're evening. good. So after about an hour, uh, the uh, Ag- Agnatha, the head of the um, the Fisher clan, comes to you and she's, uh, she says to you, thank you so much for your for your assistance. The Skyblades have been running without, without interruption now for, for an hour. We believe that soon... The air will be clear enough for us to to inhabit it permanently. This is fantastic. Then we can set about repairing the rents and the tears in the structure itself. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, we'll, we'll send that invoice on a uh, couple of days. <laughs> and how will we know this invoice? What will it look like? Who? What words will it share with us? Oh, you'll know it when you see it. <laughs> Okay. Well, I do have one thing to share with you uh, here. And she pulls out this kind of, kind of strange old looking bottle with, um, it looks like maybe bone or something stoppering the top. Uh, and she passes it to you and it, it kind of smells fishy. Um, this, this is the blood of a barracuda. This will heighten your senses. Harrison looks over to uh, to to the ancient one, the Jefflon. He's like, "Ancient one, you must be protected. This should be in your hands." I don't know about we all microdose a little bit, just a little dab <laughs> each. <laughs> um... It is effectively a mild stimulant. Drugs, which would mean once you take it, um, the drinker's next three actions have their speed reduced by one to a minimum of one. I think that's a, a situational thing. I'll carry it if, if no one else wants to, but for sure in combat, that's it. So. Oh man, those throw actions would be speed one. Look at that. Cool. Okay. Uh, and she says, well, if you, if you would, we have great, great thanks for you, but also we need to attend to our people and our society. The, I would warn you, the fungoids are strange. Their city is infectious. I would not linger there long. However, word is that the elevator that they know of is guarded. So... Good luck on your journey. If it is true that you wish to make it up to the next level, she says, looking at Harrison, good luck. You'll need it. They'll need it when we get there. This fucking guy! So they, <laughs> so they open the big, if you remember, the big kind of sub-like, you know, um, pressure doors uh, and let you through out into the next area of this level of the Grimhulk. And this, these are kind of 
a bit like the section you'd come through before. They look like rooms, office rooms, ancient old office chambers and corridors, as if a, a, a number of buildings or interior sections of ships have been smashed together. So occasionally the doors are different shapes. Occasionally the floor surface is different. So some is metal grill, some is sheet. Some has got old moldy carpet with kind of things growing out of it. It's a real kind of mashing together of all these things. And through these corridors, you can see the sign of other people having moved through here. There are crude paintings of half fish people on the walls to begin with. But after a while, they sort of fade away. And you do, in fact, pass a few Fisher clan people who are making their way back to the um, the holy cylinders. And they don't really look very trusting of you, but you've come from their land and you've had the thing on your teeth. So you've probably still got the uh, algae uh, there. So, so they, they noticed that. Um, oh, thanks. Thanks, casual Keith. Um, so you make your way out into that area. Um, let's have, let's have, you're making your way through these tunnels and this is almost like the wilderness of the Grimhawk. These old chambers that are smashed together and too small to hold anyone's society and kind of make up the kind of hinterland between these big chambers. Um, so I'm going to say we're going to, we're going to make like a survival or an observe role for you guys Evil. to see, to see who... It's aware of their surroundings more than anything. Alright, it's survival. I got two successes on observe. Cool. I got two on survival. Okay. Uh, I got two more dice. On survival? Yeah, no successes. <laughs> Why I'm am I not dice. surprised? How is that? That is really appropriate, though, because you, yeah, yeah. you haven't got a fucking clue where you are. <laughs> you still like think life. you're in some kind of uh, drug-addled dream in your like chamber. Like, man, these simulations they give for me while I sleep are really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still convinced this is Adam from accounting thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Someone was talking about role-playing in one of the office meetings. <laughs> um, I've got two one, one success on uh, observe one success on observe okay so as you're as you're going through this area uh, James and Aaron you both see occasionally down longer corridors and generally off to your right so kind of running parallel to where the, um, if you remember, the Ratkin caverns were running along down to the fungoid area as well. And you guys chose the Fisher Clan area. Occasionally, you see people watching you on the edge of these caverns. You see these corridors just open into a cavern suddenly where, you know, it's torn apart uh, and this interior of the of some asteroid or bare rock is just there and you can see shapes people watching you on the edge. Um, 
Martin, as you're making your way through, you can tell that this area has been picked clean. All of anything that you thought could be scavenged for any cool tech, you know, occasionally it looks like, oh, there was may have been a machine sitting there. There's some sort of holes in the wall that look like things plug into them. Um, or here's a, a, a empty plastic casing that clearly mm. once before had some sort of viewing crystal inside. Uh, and all these kinds of things, you're you kind of see the remnants of tech, but nothing that you think you could you could kind of salvage uh, for for any real means. Um, you both of you, everyone who's past observe or survival, are aware that there are large rats running around. Um, they look maybe part lizard. You're not sure. No, oh, they're not rats. <laughs> just scuttling around in the gaps between the rooms in the ducts and the corners and those kinds of things, not where you're going. And okay. One occasionally sort of peeks its head out too far and sees you and squeaks and darts away. No real kind of your kind of presence coming through the, this area for them is massively intimidating. Whereas the rat legend spreads gentlemen (laughs) among the rat lizards. Yeah. (laughs) It was a a bloody harvest that day. (laughs) Kuvash does have a lot of rat lizard skulls strapped to his belt. So it's true. true. Yeah. Someone's been through here before, picked it clean. And we're also being observed closely from the side corridors. We need to be prepared for an ambush. Yeah, let's move. Let's not tarry here too long. Nothing of value to stay behind for. Well said, Grimjaw. After well, while. ancestor. Is it, uh, yeah, let's just let's just hustle. <laughs> I, I was trying to think of something insightful there, but I was like, no, yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> what uh, what uh, what Grimjaw said, hundred percent. You come to a room with something very strange in front of you. It's quite a dark chamber. <clears throat> And at the far side, there is one large kind of double door entranceway. There's no doors in it. It's a big door, big archway kind of thing. And it's dark beyond. So there's a dark room beyond. But painted around the doorway is neon bright pink and green jagged lines. And written across the top above it, it says, fuck off. (laughs) And this looks like psychedelic artwork, paint, you know, and the, the words are even quite cool, stylized and, you know, it's very cool kind of glow in the dark graffiti kind of thing. Like, <laughs> and you're suddenly like, whoa, this is like completely different to all the dark, grim, horrible things you've seen before. Uh, Harrison, do you, do you think this means something? I think there's some as, subtext. Well, we were warned not to tarry too long in this area because of the effects that the funguses would have on us. So I think it's clear that we need to move quickly and get to the elevator. Would we be wearing some sort of mask? I heard if you pee on a bandana, it's as good as the real thing. I'm happy to pee on anybody's bandana. Uh, I have no bandana. I have no lungs. <laughs> All right, probably should have led with that one. <laughs> Everybody make um, observe rolls as mm-hmm. you're talking in this uh, on the edge of this room. 
no success for me. Oh, so Jack got two successes. Nice. Oh, does that make it three? Um, a Jacka and an eleven. Yep. Oh, even 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 with only needing a seven, I managed to get zero successes this time. <laughs> oh, oh, you're down to a seven now. Have you yeah. anything wow. under ten? I also see nothing. Okay, so did anyone get a success? Oh no, uh, uh, sorry, Jefflon Muskerberg. Jefflon okay, so while they're all everyone. sort of talking, and you say, you know, when you say the words um, uh, "pee" on someone's um, bandana, you hear someone laugh, like a very faint <laughs> from through that doorway. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to continue being hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to point. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to poop up a storm. I'd be pointing at the, for anybody here. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, maybe, maybe we should uh, load uh, some urine into these bandanas, load and, and uh, take aim. Make a manipulation roll. Make a manipulation roll. Oh, God. Uh, what have I got in that? Okay. Two dice. Here we go. You got any skill points in manipulate? I've got, yeah, quite a few. I'm, I'm on 10 for manipulate. Uh, I don't get it. Okay. Nothing. Nothing at all. Okay. You could try and be uh, lucky, maybe. Oh, yeah. Can I, can I? Or you could use a point of vitality to get the last success that you need. That would make sense because I haven't actually. I'm writing a mine in pen and I haven't actually corrected <laughs> my, my vitality. So let's leave it at six. Awesome. Yes. Okay. I cool. I think it's a success. Okay. So you you managed to pull off the one-liners that make someone laugh, laugh so much that all the other rest of the members of the party can hear this person laughing through the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> Is the door closed? No, it's just like a big open doorway, big double door open doorway. There's no doors in it, but it's dark beyond. You can't really see anything. Maybe we give him the old raincoat on a stick. <laughs> we know you're there. Why don't you come out now? We need passage through your land. See a hand kind of come around the edge of the door, and there's like green and uh, pink glowing fingernails uh, and his head pops around and there is a um, there's a woman and growing out of her left eye is a large mushroom that kind of grows up the side of her head and it itself is is like a bright green and um, it's kind of looks around she goes you're 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 hilarious. The the you're hilarious. The 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 glowmaster isn't even as funny as you. Sorry, I had to get a towel. Okay, there's a there's a there's a woman with a big uh, mushroom growing out of her eye, up the side of her head, with glow in the dark um, uh, fingernails, and uh, this green kind of mushroom sprouting out of her face. As she comes around, you can see all her clothes are kind of painted or dyed or covered in some kind of pink or green. Okay, it's like this cool. very kind of jewel, um, bright, stark, glowing colors. Um, uh, well, I, I 
I hate to spoil it, but I'm a bit of a fun guy to be around. Watch you, watch you. Hey, comes hey. around. And she's got a um, she's got a gun, like a looks like some sort of uh, right assault rifle or something. Um, in her hands, it looks old and a bit rusty. Um, and she's look, 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 look. Who who are you guys? I mean, I'm supposed to be keeping watch here. No, I can't just let anyone in. Haven't you read the sign? She says, pointing to the big fuck off words. This is the ancestor from the holy tube. We seek passage to the elevator. As she looks around, she actually stares at Karush. Her eye goes wide. And you now see that the end of the mushroom has got some sort of blinking capability. Uh... Not quite an eye, but like somewhere in between. And she looks and she goes, she comes forward towards Karush and Karush is like, she freaking me out. It comes forward. Um, she says, yeah, well, you definitely need to come then, don't you? A- a- absolutely. A- 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 absolutely. Yes, yes. Um, and she turns around to go back and you see painted on the back of her big kind of armoured jacket thing um, is... Uh, basically what looks like a stylized picture of Karush uh, with the shock hair, strange gaunt boy-like features uh, and like a strange um, green and purple rippling sort of energy field around a black hole that he's in the middle of. She doesn't say anything though, but she just like goes, oh yes, you definitely come with me and turns around and walks back through the doorway. And Karush is like, Is she freaking you out too, Harrison? Karush, no one freaks me out as much as you do, but she does have your face on her back. So this whole situation has me a little on edge. You been here before? Never live on back of shit. Right. Well, everybody, I think... uh, I think they might have some designs on young Karush here. We yeah. better be prepared for anything. I'm kind of new around here. Is, is his look like a a regular thing we see a lot? Does he have one of those faces? There is absolutely nothing normal about Karush. Okay. I have told He's the many- freakiest little kid I've ever seen in my life. I've torn many faces from many bodies. None of them resemble this strange child. <laughs> I have to work on your phrasing sometimes. Well, that's, that's, fa- <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> Horribly fantastic. <laughs> right, well, <laughs> only ways forward. Okay. You go Can, in. Come in. Can we come in? We won't take up come, much come, room. Come, 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 with me. No, come with me. No, you didn't. Oh, man. She looks around. She's like, <sighs> clearly worn out. She's not as impressed with you anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and she heads over to the corner of this other room. There's a dark chamber. Uh, no lights in here. And she heads over to the other side. And as she's going, you can tell that she gives off a dim light from all of the glowing things on her body. And 
as you get a bit closer, you think that they're not necessarily artificial. Some of them might be biological, sort of a bioluminescent agent that's come from somewhere. And you're, you're thinking, where might she have got that from? When she opens a large door into a huge vaulted chamber, this is clearly the city of the fungoids. And as you look to your left, the whole chamber uh, in the ceiling, which is probably about 40 feet up, has got murals and graffiti and artwork of Karush painted across all the walls and all the ceiling in green and pink. So bright. That episode of Alan Partridge where he sees the fan and it's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this chamber seems to be some old kind of factory, huge, huge floor with massive machines, ancient rusted machines sitting dotted throughout the chamber, all covered in green and pink paint with like faces painted on them to make them look like big creatures with like hands drawn around the edges of them and things. And, uh, Everything to your right is kind of less and less funky. And eventually you see down the fire and it's just like an old giant factory. Uh, and to the left, there is uh, this huge psychedelic city and people moving around all wearing bright green and, and pink. And it's just, there are no lanterns. The whole place is just so well lit by bioluminescent fungi. And as you kind of step in, you see that there's a wall um, you kind of go down some steps into this chamber and there's a wall that runs along the middle of the chamber, blocking that grey and dreary right-hand side away from the psychedelic, beautiful left-hand side. And she says, come, come, the Glowmaster must meet you. The Glowmaster must meet you. They're, 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 they're out in the field, man. Are you, are you okay coming into the field? No. Where's the elevator? Oh, whoa, whoa. Serious, serious business, dude. The elevator. She points over the well, over this big wall. She says, "It's over there. You don't want to go down there. Come, quick, quick, look!" And she starts. She like grabs Carisha's hand, and she's like, "Come, come, come, come!" And she turns to like they can see there are a throng of people below, and they're kind of moving around, doing stuff, building things, repairing things. There seem to be a lot of mushrooms being moved around in in wheelbarrows crates boxes some of them green some of them pink some of them green and pink some of them pink and green and they're all getting moved around like shuffled around stacked up you see people eating them some people grinding them up uh, uh and all kinds of stuff going on someone juicing them over to one side uh <laughs> and like handing, handing out <laughs> mushroom shakes uh which is just gross um and uh, that's more like soup isn't it um <laughs> and you kind of come you're being led down these stairs which themselves are all painted and psychedelic and you kind of come down into this kind of marketplace bizarre style area between some of these vast machines that are painted up to look like psychedelic gargantuan creatures and there's just a throng of people moving around and slowly some of them sort of turn around and they look up and on the ceiling there's big pictures of Karush like doing stuff with their hands and like holes, but there are, occasionally there are big black circles of midnight on the ceiling, you know, and 
and swirls around them and stuff. And you hear people going, the hole maker, the hole maker. Um, and they're kind of leading you forwards. And you kind of get to the middle of their city. It's not really, they call it a city. It's a big, um, think like something out of Waterworld or The Postman, but psychedelic, you know. And halfway in to your right, you can see a big gatehouse into the rest of the factory. And ahead of you, you can see that the there is no wall to that side of the chamber. There is a huge asteroid interior, which is covered with giant pulsating green and pink mushrooms. And they are kind of slowly swaying as if the flagella on the edge of some sort of creature. Um, and you kind of walk into this area and, they, and she points towards that area. And, she, and the people who live over there, they're more fungoid than her. Some of them are walking along with big things sprouting up over their back or their uh, limbs are missing because they've been replaced by some sort of fungal um, frondy like appendage. And Harrison, they're all kind of. Harrison stops immediately in his tracks, grabs a hold of Carisha's shoulder so the kid doesn't move any further. And he goes, we're not going any further than this. You wish me to fetch the Glowmaster then? That's a fact. Very well. Very well. She looks at you with sudden contempt. And she moves away. She says, very well, I shall return in a moment with the Glowmaster. And she walks off into the, into the field. And you can see the kind of large mushrooms and things kind of part as she comes closer and she kind of goes into this area. Um, could everyone please make a um, uh, an observe roll or a uh, hmm. or a medicine roll? A double dodeca and a success. <laughs> <laughs> I got three successes on my observe. One success. Okay. Uh, I got one success on observe as well. Okay. You will notice that some of this stuff is on your boots and the bottom of your clothes. Um, Jefflon, um, you're a bit worried. I mean, you're like quite excited about the idea of all these psychedelic drugs everywhere. But you're not so foolish that you would live inside a chamber made of psychedelic drugs. Yeah, no, no, totally. Uh, you kind of tap am, into it when needed. I am going to like mask up with whatever I can. So, okay. uh, and if necessary, okay. be on a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> you'll t- you'll look over at Jefflon and he's kind of in a corner. Quick, like, you're looking. Turn away. <laughs> Harrison would follow suit, put him, and and say to everybody, okay. "I think we just need to back up to that wall and get over to the gray side of this chamber. Nice. I don't think anything good is going to happen from us staying here." We need so, to get to that gatehouse. I think. So what I'm what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll one die against your toughness. Everybody's cut toughness. Oh. And and if it succeeds, then we'll uh, we'll take a point of vitality off. Okay. You lose all your vitality, then funky things might start to happen. I rolled a six. Does that beat anyone's toughness? Not with this lot, no. (laughs) We're all tough as nuts. Okay, fair, fair. In a minute, it'll be two dice, so don't worry. Possibly it could have beaten Karosh's there. (laughs) I'm not going to... So Harrison puts his hand on Karusha's shoulder, turns him around, and we start walking back the way we came. I said, come on, guys, let's get but out of here. But what if this is why my family died? 
Karush, if you want to stay, you creepy little bastard, you can stay, no, but I'm no. leaving. Freaky as fuck. <laughs> big door, big door. <laughs> yeah, let's get to this door while they're distracted with the Glowmaster and get out yep. of here. Yep. Okay, as, no. the, as she's gone off to get the Glowmaster, you guys start moving towards the gatehouse. You can see there is like a... Uh, there are a couple of guys by this gate who are holding uh, guns. I fear if we do not uh, acquiesce to the wishes of these fungus people, we may draw their rage. Um, it may be wise to visit this Glowmaster before leaving. Otherwise, there may be hostiles. You make a good point, Ed. (laughs) Perhaps, uh, but let's make him come to us at the gate and let's be armed in case we do have to shoot our way out. Agreed. And I reach down and pull off like a a bit of metal off the ship and (laughs) 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 strut out of someone's house and it collapses. Harrison um, pulls pulls his heavy pistol out in his right hand and his vibro blade out in his left hand. He's like, nice. whatever happens, happens. <laughs> and as you get there, there's two guys on guard. But slowly over the next couple of minutes, while you're waiting for the Glowmaster, a few more arrive and then a few more until there's probably about eight of these fungoid dudes who have a, all have some sort of, either some sort of nasty, like there's one guy who's just got very small mushrooms growing all over his face, like a beard. Uh, and another one who's got something growing out of his head. You know, they're all slightly sloppy and horrible. I'm, I'm going to walk up to Koresh and uh, say, your safety is potentially compromised. I will engage protection protocol. And then I'm going to pick him up and just hold him under my arm. <laughs> <laughs> so that you can't get kidnapped. Strange protocol. Rushed or anything like that. And try and like, like I did with uh, Grimjaw, who was strapped to my back, just sort of put him in like a little papoose, like strap him to my back so he can. A lone wolf and cub on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so now I'm going to roll two dice uh, against your uh, toughness. Uh, Here we go. Oh, I got a 12. (laughs) I think you all lose a point of vitality. So so for for you biological life forms, there's a little... (laughs) For you synthetic life forms, you can feel that damp and mold. Yeah, it's corroding. Get, it's corroding yeah. you on the edges. Yeah. Uh, but but quite quite soon after you sort of feel this, um, you see this woman coming back, and um, shuffling behind her is something that looks hardly human anymore, and looks more mushroom. He's more mushroom than man now. <laughs> uh, and this creature is kind of moving along, and you can see it's actually got like two walking sticks, um, and kind of a, a face kind of smushed out of a large mushroom growing with a big mushroom thing over the top, lots growing up the back. And as it breathes and wheezes, like these mushrooms seem to pulse and breathe as well, little spores and and stuff coming out of this creature's. Um, Myriad orifices as it approaches you. It seems to still have the remnants of some sort of robe poking out from underneath a lot of these things. And um, it's psychedelic pink and green more than all the others. Uh, Holy so, shit, Daki, look at that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I have visitors, and, uh, uh, and I understand you have brought 
the old maker. Oh, Maria. Just... I'm going to my Glock. Yeah, she's right here. <laughs> yeah. Not the mundane holes, old one. The holes through which our vital enemies come. The holes through which we might send them back. When you say enemies, I'm assuming uh, some sort of fungicide. The interlopers, they destroy all life. Mycelial, biological, technological. They wish to wipe everything from this universe. They happen to look like large insects. That's them. Oh, oh uh, we killed a whole load of those. You can tag <gasps> us later. Uh, Grimjaw, uh, get this thing. Listen, <laughs> we've got no issue with you or your people. But we're going through that gate, so why don't you have them open it and we'll say our goodbyes. Oh, do not be so hasty to leave the sanctuary of Fungoid City. Here we are safe from the beast. Let's put it this way. We're leaving now. I look at it. Zay, you live in filth and poison. Uh, nothing. The is... one with the mycelial. Uh, I... I actually have a question about that if you have a moment. Of course, please stay a while. So you, you eat the mushrooms, right? Yes. And the mushrooms. Some of them. But they also grow on you, clearly. Yes. Is this like a form a of cannibalism? Is it How like dare you at say what such point things. at what point does a mushroom become a mushroom and not a man? You know like where do you draw the line? When it melts with your flesh, it is no longer food. What if you lay down and were still for a while? Would you be a mushroom then? If you return to the chamber, then you once again begin the cycle. All right, hang on, I got I gotta get my notebook out. <laughs> So <laughs> Harrison is already he's, he's nodding at, at Grimjaw and, and we and will let you like through the go. gate. We will let you through the gate. We but need in fact this is the prophecy. The whole maker would come and destroy the beast, allowing us to take over the entire chamber and therefore finally reach the elevator. What beast do you think of? There is a great creature dwelling at the far end of this chamber, feeding off those creatures that it can find in the dark, in the tunnels of the Ratkin. We have walled off this end of this vast chamber, so it may not find us, may not reach us. It sees our glow from the dark, and ever it tries to break through our walls, but we are strong. We shore up against it. However, if we are indeed to spread our word... To the rest of the Hulk, we need the beast destroyed, and it is said that the whole maker may achieve this, or those that travel with him, indeed. And he points randomly up, and on the ceiling you can see there's some kind of weird scripture where all the letters look like mushrooms in different shapes, <laughs> different positions. A mushroom font. Says the holy text speak of the guide, the guides of the whole maker. And how they will see the downfall of the beast. Oh, I'm not so sure. If you're beast saying that all we ahead. need to do to get to this elevator is go past this wall and kill some monster, 
then get out of our way because I've got a date with vengeance and that means I got a date with that elevator. Oh, I speak swift of action and vile words and deadly deeds. I see you are the, the dark avenger of the prophecy. Uh, where is the, you are the old one. Ah, and you, ah, uh, oh, you must be the one whose heart has been mended. And the mighty space dwarf. Mmm. Very yeah, specific all... prophecy. <laughs> <laughs> you may just be making it up on the spot. <laughs> you never know. These people are fucking crazy. And they're all oh, high on mushrooms. mushrooms go. <laughs> <laughs> all the way. All the way. Very well. I shall let you through the gate, and you may fight the beast. I warn you, though, all those who have tried before have died and fed the creature. However, if you have the Hallmaker at your side, I feel you may be victorious. And one weird oh. eye poking out from beside a mushroom, kind of looking around at you like really weirdly all the time that speaking. And you can see, you know that mushrooms have those kind of Brondy underneath. There's like a flap of one of those where his mouth is and it's kind of talking. It's kind of strange and weird. Harrison is just twitchy. He just wants to shoot this guy so bad. <laughs> I was okay. literally just going to say, <laughs> Is there anything you desire for your journey? We have food. It's we have right, weapons. We have armor. We have consumables that may aid you in your journey. Everything we is have... tainted with filth. Can we have your eight guards to come with us? I mean, if we're gone... You need not our guards if you travel with the Hallmaker, and you are the guardians of the Hallmaker. You will be I know we don't need them, but maybe they will witness our deeds through the sights of an assault rifle. (laughs) We need them to protect our wall. Ever. You don't need them all because we're we're going right. Those those rat fuckers keep trying to get in as well. More haste. More haste. Let us go and get. They know we covered their shit. Uh, Oh, we 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 spread it in the chamber. We spread it in the chamber. Uh, Gentlemen, a huddle. Uh, Excuse me, uh, glowing one. Glow master. Glow, glow master. Glow. I didn't spend 12 years in the field becoming a mycelial mutant to be called glow member. <laughs> glow <Sorry>. PhD. <laughs> I'm enjoying this character too much. Um, uh, while you huddle, I'm going to roll three dice against your toughness. Oh. <laughs> I rolled another Harrison. 12. Oh, God. Harrison's like, Open We're either going to die here from this crap that we're breathing or we're going to fight and kill a monster or we're going to die. It doesn't we, matter at this we point. Need to move. We need to move. All right, pick a mushroom at my beat and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Open right, the gate. Very well. Tries to click his fingers. But rubbing two mushrooms together doesn't really <laughs> click very well. So he's Taps his stick on the floor, and they, you, a couple of these guys start to move things, you know, sliding things apart. You know, they've got that kind of weird piecemeal armor that you see in mm. post-apocalyptic movies, but it's all green and pink. Um, 
and uh, they pull aside these huge bars and this it, it's quite a big thick wall you know the founders are trash and metal and stuff and cobbled it all together maybe scavenged it from these big machines they look ancient and just sitting there as i said painted up and um the door the kind of slide open and there is this huge chamber um a bit like Dwarrow Delph, you know, that bit in Lord of the Rings with these huge machines kind of forming like pillars down the chamber. And it's huge and open. Uh, and uh, that, you know, at the other end, there's your your path out of here, your way out of here. Can I just interject for a second, Pete? I've just, um, I've just double checked the GoFundMe campaign. Okay. Um, and I find it absolutely, well, one thing, everyone's amazing. You're all fantastic. But I find it really cool. I've just added up how much money we've raised during this stream. And we're at okay. four, for a mushroom-filled drug t- stream, we're at 420, which I think is just <laughs> oh! amazing. <laughs> so, wow, like, fantastic. Fantastic. Like, that's just the best number to be looking for. Oh, wow. <laughs> funny. So cool. So yeah. cool. Thank you, everyone. That's excellent. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> anyway sorry so you, i just, no I just noticed that i thought it was awesome so you're gonna you're gonna step out yes with haste okay so you <laughs> oh, get yes. out of the, the 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 fungoid city and they slide the things behind you and hear them all moving stuff back into place and some people get up onto the ramparts to like watch you going <clears throat> and you you start heading out and the the big machines near you have some of this decoration on them and this kind of day glow neon paint graffiti and uh, they're big snarling creatures painted on them like weird tubes made to look like necks with heads on the end you know uh, what look like kind of mechanical lifting devices have big claws painted on them and all that kind of stuff so it all looks quite kind of freaky and kind of um Kind of freaking you out slightly uh, as you're going but you make your way down the corridor down this huge chamber and you can all hear at the end of the chamber a sh- large kind of shuffling and um you've seen that dotted around here occasionally there are kind of smaller machines crap on the floor areas where one might take cover (laughs) um and you're sort of looking around you can see off to the far right dim lights in small cavern like corridors you think possibly the way through to the ratkin chambers that way too small a passage for any large beast to get through perhaps but um you're not sure you're not sure and as you um get closer and closer you're very aware that there's something large and dangerous down the end of this corridor. I would like to frisbee a data device down the corridor <laughs> just to see. <clears throat> Ready my weapon. Okay. Right. I'll be like, so. you know, we'll throw it down just to see if, and everyone be ready to see what, what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, there's, there's still a few, there's like, oh, probably like five or six zones in front of you so you can like fling it ahead of you a bit to make a noise if you want but if you were to get you can see that right. there is some large um 
machine at the end, like a big machine, another one sort of to the left of it and near you, behind that big machine, you think this noise is coming from. Now, are you guys trying to stealth down this factory? Okay. So what we're going to do... Yeah, we've never seen this before. We're going to have an opposed role, right? And this question actually came up on the Discord. So what happens when we have an opposed role with lots of people involved? Now, what's going to happen is I'm going to roll my observe, and you guys will all roll stealth. If any of you get worse than me, I hear you. Uh, So you want your worst person to... uh, Now, I'm going to say... Bear with me one second. Oh, oh, shadow, one isn't it? I assume shadow, yeah. Uh, wait, wait one minute. Oh, come on. Can you all see the map that I have created? Yes. Yeah. I will oh, position yes. you all. Yes. Oh, so I can see it on roll twenty, not on the stream. Yeah, that's fine. I cannot see it on roll twenty. But... It's just below the circle. Oh, got it, got it. I was just too big. There we go. Shrinking my map. Okay, so I'm positioning all of your tokens in a place on the right edge of the of this potential combat zone, perhaps. <laughs> and imagine imagine those that four wide zone just carries on back past you all the way back to fungoid city yeah so you're in a zone in fact uh, 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 you're in a zone that i haven't drawn but it's not part of the combat zone mm-hmm. these big x's here and here mm-hmm. are huge machines that dominate that zone and make it so you can't really go into those zones yeah and they're big enough like a house there's like a house size machine so some huge old factory machine these don't have any monsters painted on them these are just dark and rusting uh anything any square with a c in has enough crap or detritus that someone in that in that square can that zone can take cover and the one at the end that's got an e in it is the elevator and you've been told that down the end there is a corridor to the elevator uh, but that the beast guards it. Yeah. Cool. So you are all there. Who wants to, if someone wants to, if, if all of you are moving onto the zone, then uh, we'll need stealth rolls. But first, I'm going to have to take a quick break, I'm afraid. Uh, and I will be back as soon as I can to carry on this final battle of Grim Hulk. Hello and welcome back to Dodeca. Sorry for the delay there. Um, today is Odin's birthday, and he decided to be a little bastard. No, um, <laughs> so um, fatherly duties called. The fa- being the father of Odin is a heavy task. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we shall on with our story, and our adventurers, our brave adventurers, were approaching the end of the road no the end of the chamber and you're about to try and stealth into the combat zone now if you're successful 
and you beat the creature, it will be surprised. And therefore, we'll go into combat, but its initiative will be a lot lower. Okay. Okay. So, all of you make a stealth roll, and unless you're sending in combat-capable people, stealth-capable people for combat, but... <laughs> big fat fail. I got three successes, but it sounds like that doesn't matter. <laughs> I got I got two successes. Okay, no. so that's five no, no. between us. And I think everybody has a reroll. Still. Everybody has a reroll. Uh, it seems like a good time, right? Yeah, go on. I'll give it a reroll. Why not? One success. It's a freebie. <laughs> Thanks, Veronique, oh. for Odin and Necromonkey. Ne- Necro a success. A yeah. success. Cool. A success. So everyone ah. succeeded. Everyone got one. Okay, cool. So everyone got a success. Right now, I'm going to roll the Guile and Observe of the Beast. <laughs> the Beast. Go. He's got 12 dice. No, not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> has anyone else watched uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Every time you say the beast, I just hear Vlad saying it. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Oh, that's a storming roll. I've got a 9, 11, and a 12. As you all, if you can move yourselves all into one of the first line, vertical line of zones, you can be in any of those. Hmm. Yeah, um, I cannot, cannot move my. Have you got the right one? Can you grab the one from up top? Oh, let me see up here. Oh, hang on. Wait, 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 wait. Let me give it to you. Should be okay now. Got it. Cool. Okay, so our viewers can see our kind of grid, our combat grid, with the big X's for the... Uh, big machinery, so that blocks line of sight. Uh, the C in the corner indicates cover capable stuff dotted around. Cool. Okay. Um, Karush is going to, Karush is a bit intimidated and going to hang back, um, terrified by the prospect of a, a prophecy being fulfilled and what that might mean for why his family was destroyed and why he is here with you or not as it may be. Sorry, Ben. Um, Okay. So as you move forward, you hear a (laughs) kind of noise, a bit like that coming from behind the very big machine at the end. Um, Uh... you know where it is but you cannot see it yet and it's big and I'm implying that from the size of the token <laughs> big it's... token oh, yeah. big. big token it's a big horrible slavering creature and it is in that zone so what we're going to do now is we're going to roll initiative and <laughs> you never know, Veronique, it might be a giant necromonkey. Um, uh, <laughs> it's not, but it might. 
Um, so we're going to roll an initiative, and that is six minus an observe roll successes or a tactics roll successes. Yeah, that's the same. Let's see what we get. Oh, I have tactics. I got uh, I got Great triple tactics. nines, which are Ooh, all five successes. successes. Yeah. Two successes. Wow. I would have rather had that on a shot, but uh, I'll take it. <laughs> well, that does mean you start on one. That is nice. I have not made his um, initiative wheel token larger because that would be a pain when <laughs> sorting out. Uh, so I got one success on mine, so I'm going to be in five. If we Hello. put them on the outer ring. There you go. Um, unfortunately, uh, I, I will just forget to do Kurush, and I don't have Kurush's stats. So, unfortunately, Kurush is not going to partake in this combat. It's all good. Okay, so we are going to... Let's get the book out. Um, now, not everyone's got their books, unfortunately, because they're going out in batches, but I do believe... There you go. Woo! It is a real yeah. thing. Uh, where's my combat section? What a very handy card. A little combat. Yeah, it's a little summary. Um, that's a, You can fold it in the middle and you have a little screen for rolling a dice behind. Um, that was our stretch goal. That was cool. Okay. Um, so we declare in descending order. So I'm going to declare first. Uh, I'm going to move. Oh no, no, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna take cover. No. So I'm gonna go to nine. So between now and nine, um uh, between five and nine, I will be in cover. Okay, so uh, oh no, sorry, what am I doing? I'm, I don't yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um then we have oh, I need to see. Rimjaw. I'm going to move a zone. So that's uh, four, isn't it? Mm -hmm. oh. Move the beast. Ah. All right. Uh, Ed 210, what are you what are you doing? What's your first declaration? I'm equally going to move so okay. four to there. And Jefflon, what are you up to? I will answer your question with another question. Um, do you remember <laughs> when you were describing this cavern, you said that there was like uh, some painting on a lifting device, like some sort of machinery that but, lifts things? Yeah, sort of behind you. Yeah, yeah. Right. Any of those around here? Any, any machinery that could be turned to our will? Uh, there's a, the, the, big, the big X's are giant machines. Right. Um, Oh, okay. So a complex action then, I suppose, to inspect whether or not I could, it, it would be worth doing something with them. Something, yeah, you know, sure. Yeah. Do you want to find yeah. a power loader? Yeah, I'm going alien. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Okay, so you're going to do that in a minute. And let me go around to Harrison. What are you doing? Harrison is also going to move a zone. 
Okay. Cool. Okay, so we we shall start the clock, and we'll move around to the first position, which is four. So Harrison, complete your move. The battle map. Okay. Cool. What's your next action going to be? And he will move one more zone in his next action. Uh, you'll probably be able to see it from that next zone. Yep, that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. So we'll move around to eight then. And the first person in there is Ed210. So what are you doing, Ed210? Can't hear you. I run forwards uh, and... <laughs> Doing that I've been doing for the last few combats. <laughs> well, I think you're all probably going to be doing that in this combat, aren't you? Uh, one, two, three. And I shall do it again. One, two, three, four. Okay. Go to 12. Cool. Go. Okay. Right. Who's next? Harrison. That early so, initiative is really beneficial. So Harrison uh, completes his move. Do I have line of okay. sight on the creature? So you now have line of sight on this creature. The creature is elemental and unthinking. It appears huge and brutish. It prefers to kill with eldritch power or the prey for food. It fears nothing and beware its regenerative powers. Damn, that oh, doesn't sound good. It's natural healing. And ahead of you, you can see this huge creature, which looks like some colossal rat creature with shards of metal coming out of it at different points, sort of around its, its joints, savage looking huge prongs of steel and wrought iron coming out of it as if just being near it would, would cause you uh, combat problems. And um, growing along its back is a, it's like a, a field of dark red mushrooms spreading down its back and along its tail. And it's shifting around like this and its head comes up. And it's a titanic head of a huge mother rat lizard. Uh, and you can see behind it coming down from uh, this kind of corner. You see where that, see where that ping, mm -hmm. ping is happening? There is some sort of shoot a cavern-looking shoot high up. You, you presume that it must be linked back to the Ratkin uh, caverns. And you can see that there's like a spread of blood and sort of bodies and just fleshy detritus down there and sort of pooled around it. And it's kind of slithering round in this big, <laughs> nasty mess of blood and bodies and fungus and you know, all kinds of stuff. You see a little bit of honeycomb stuff around there as well. And it looks up at you. It's little, uh, it's eyes like in the darkness. And you're like, fuck. <laughs> it's like, where's that creepy little kid when I need him? <laughs> I, really, I really feel like the good people of this space will need to stop feeding things. <laughs> Fact. So Harrison sees this, uh, probably pees his pants a little bit. And well, then is I'm going actually... To I'm actually going to say that the creature is scary as well. So not oh, only okay. does it regenerate, but it's scary. So when you see it, we're going to take a strength three peril test. What's your defiance? My defiance is six. Six. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's see if you take a point of peril. Oh, yeah, you take a point of peril. 
Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> so he definitely pees his pants a little bit. He's not going to tell anybody. A little, little, little bit. little friendly fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. And he, then he, he realizes that he has to kill or has this thing has to die so he can get his revenge. So he will take a shot with his next action. Okay, cool. Okay, so then we'll move on to count nine. And we have the beast. Uh, so it's finished taking cover. So it was like slathering down in all the kind of juice and grime and mechanical bits of its area. Um, and now it uh, sees it sees you and it decides that it's going to move. Uh, okay. Um, and you think it's going to move towards you diagonally. Um, cool. Okay, Grimjaw. You've now moved, so complete your move. Okay. okay. I will move to here. And I will declare another move. Just behind the beast again. That's me done. Okay. So I realized I declared the wrong action for it, but never mind. Um, okay, so you're going to move. Excellent. Jefflon, what are you doing did, next? Did I discern anything from my, my big think? So make a tech roll. Here. Tech, 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 tech. I am going to revise my uh, action. Sorry, it's not going to move. It's going to shoot at Harrison. Sorry. Rude, but okay. Apologies. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. One of the um, You can see nestled inside this, this big factory machine that there's some sort of armored personnel carrier being built inside this huge machine. And you think that looks awesome. Um, I'm going to say, Grimjaw, they're building a robot. We can use the robot. <laughs> um, and then uh, I would like to pass the Barracuda bath salt to Harrison as an action. Is that a complex action? A throw? We'll have to throw it to him. Oh. Well, I'm glad I spent it on Mike. Yeah, I'm going to do that. That's, ah, two, that's right? coming in handy. Um, projectile access three. Yeah, that'd be two. Oh, yeah. Two. two. Okay. One, yep. two. Oh, right after housing goes. Great. Okay. So we'll move around 10, 11. So first is Harrison. Uh, so Harrison opens fire on this thing. Brand new lower observe. Two successes. Two successes. Two successes. Okay, cool. So um, it's no longer in cover, so you hit it full on. So you get an extra one onto your damage. So what's your strength? So uh, for the heavy pistol, it's six. So seven dice. And you need 11s. It fears oh. nothing. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> okay. Uh, one success. Ooh. Oh, I've got to mark this off now. What's going on? Um, almost as if Pete didn't expect us to get this far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. 
Right, okay. There we go. Your your shot kind of some crud and some scree kind of shatter off of it in there like a little puff. Which is probably the size of you, but this creature is vast. So it's like Harrison's like, man, this is gonna hurt. <laughs> okay. Uh so who is ne- Harrison? What are you doing next? I'm trying to well, Harrison is bent on vengeance, so he's just gonna shoot again. Okay. Okie doke. He right. thought about taking cover, but realized, you know, it's, this is all or yeah. nothing here. Here we go. Jefflon Muskerberg. One success in my toss. <laughs> oh, okay. So you throw the, th- the, the barracuda blood and Harrison's kind of standing there firing. And then you hear a little ding, ding, ding between your legs and it, you look down and there's the vial. Drink the bad salts. What's your next action? I am going to move diagonally. This, oh no, hang on. I'm going to move diagonally, but I, that costs me a four, isn't it? Yes. Whee. Thank you. Okay, cool. All right, so move round to Ed 210. You move, so make your manoeuvre. Uh, uh, and I am going to uh, one, two, three, four. Do it again. Cool. Okay. Alright, now it's the beast turn and it kind of rears its head up and it and you see the, the mushrooms along its back glow pulsate like a violent red and it breathes out like a stream of spores at you aaron so gross like a breath weapon um and uh it, um where are we where's where's my dice where's my dice where's uh, eldritch power strength seven ranged it's energy so if you were taking cover it'd be And I am rolling. Okay, I got one success. So I hit but seven dice. And what's your toughness? Nine. Nine. Oh, here we go. This is going to hurt. <laughs> it's going to hurt. Uh, <laughs> so that's three damage. Yeah, as this stream of spores kind of hits you and some go up your nose and in your eyes and you're like... <laughs> Harrison's looking a little rough at this point. That's okay. Cool. Vengeance okay. or death? Um, it's it's going to do that again to you, Harrison. It's rude, it's... but acceptable. Jeff Lund the Generous. I like the way you changed your name <laughs> on the thing. That's cool. <laughs> Okay, so we move round to Grimjaw. Grimjaw, what are you up to? While Harrison's taking all the hits, you guys can sneak up on it and batter it to death. So I've been told about this big armoured suit of some kind. Um, which one is that in? Is that he in points the... it out. You can see it's like an armoured personnel carrier. So it's like a big tank type thing. Yeah, is that in the one here or over this side? Uh, the furthest one. This one. 
Where's the monster? I'll continue yeah. here. Oh, like on uh, the back of it, on your side of it, you can see this kind of thing. Right. Uh, I guess, does it look... Make a tech roll. Yeah, I was going to say, do you want me to... I'm going to allow you to do it from a... Uh, if you get three successes on a tech roll, otherwise you'll need a complex interaction to do it properly. All right, so... Because you're so experienced as a technician. Yeah, I'll do a tech roll. Uh, so, I've got four dice and eight pluses. Uh, I'm going to use a look point to re-roll. Mm-hmm. These three dice. I've got one success so far. Okay. Oh, three successes. Eight, nine, eleven, oh. four. Excellent. Um, if, if it had its engine mounted within it, it would probably be useful. <laughs> However, yeah. if we remember, Jefflon failed his roll. Yeah. Uh, so he spotted something that looked cool, but it's it's not useful, unfortunately. Like that's it's, completely hell, Brad. Yeah. It's broken. <laughs> uh, in which case, I will, since I'll have to do that for free, mm-hmm. I will just declare to move another zone. Okay. And then move myself one, two, one, two, three, four here. Are you done? Cool. Okay, cool. So we move around to two and Harrison. Okay. He fires. Not not very sure about his uh his <laughs> life choices at the moment, but he fires. It's like dusting of red bacteria on your arms as you raise them up to fire your gun. Two tens and a twelve. Ooh, nice. Four successes. Four successes. So three added on, so strength nine hit. Elevens to hurt it. Three successes. Three successes. Okay, three damage. Right. Nice. This, that you're, you know, and you're sort of moving around and you're behind some cover and stuff. Not that you're using it effectively, but like mm-hmm. firing away. Harrison um, realizes at this point that he can't, he can't fight this thing at a distance and survive. So his next action is going to be to move. Oh. Big energy there, Harrison. Like I, it, you, it's like cheaper, it. right? Because he drank the Barracuda Blood? Yeah, it's three. No, it's uh, the Barracuda Blood is still at my feet. I can't, uh, that's a complex interaction, I'm assuming, to drink it. That's a uh, pull a switch radio weapon. That's a two to pick oh, it up. Okay. Okay. Well, then, just then, no, let me retcon. I will pick that no, up. Oh, no, sorry. Sure. Drink consumable sure. is a three. So I'll let you okay. do it in a three. Okay. So I'll drink the consumable. Um... Drink the Kool Aid. If I survive this next hit, <laughs> <laughs> so we go round to Jefflon the Generous. Yes, a further question. Um, scanning, <laughs> scanning above the beast. Is there anything I like in these factories? There are a lot of things on hoists, right? Anything I could? <laughs> any handy chandeliers? <laughs> yeah, I would say you ha- you're gonna you don't really have line on line of sight that far away on that zone. Right. Okay. You're yeah, going to totally. need to so, get up to where the others are. I'll just level. do my move then. Uh, yes, yeah, so do your one. move. Uh, yeah. And from here, can I see? Yeah, nothing, no. No, that big machine's in the way. There's, there is some big. girders and things, and there's some some chains and stuff like that. You, you right. know, maybe if you uh, went diagonally again either side, you might be able to see if there's something you could shoot down. 
Yeah, I'll be moving again, sir. <laughs> okay. Cool. Right, the beast. The beast are seeing, looking, kind of peering over at you. What? What is he? What is it doing? Kind of thing. It, <laughs> it's this red. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun tonight. <laughs> Harrison just sees it coming and he's like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one success. One eleven. Look at that. That's a hit of Rooney. So here we go. Seven dice. Man. Two damage. How's your vitality looking? Three. <laughs> I've got three. <laughs> okay. Cool. Right. So uh, the beast is going to um, going to take cover because it's mm. getting shot at and it's like wallowing in its shit. So it's going to take cover, which is a four. Oh, so then we move around to add to 10. Charging across the the wasteland. Can I move to there? You can move to there. Uh, That's where it's been breathing on its red fungus trail. It's fine. I'll, I'll, I'm presenting a, a target between Harrison and the beast to try and buy him some time. I've seen him being sprayed with all this shit everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what's your next action going to be? And then I am not sure what I'm going to do. Now, one thing I should say, and this is a new rule that's going to be coming up in the advanced Dodeca. This creature is so large that when you move into its zone, you are engaged with it. Oh, cool. Oh. Then I think, let me have a think. Um, can I, I could... Oh, no, I need to move first. Yeah, so um, I think the only thing I can do then is to move. I was checking whether if I charged, I could attack it next turn. But I You can do a charge in this situation because it's large. Yeah, then I will charge it um, angrily. Okay, cool. So that's that is five, like, is it? Is that one, five? Two, three, four, it is indeed. So I go to cool. nine. Bah. Sorry, it's weird when you write a game and then you forget all the rules. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like, uh, now I've got a rule book. I don't have to remember it all. <laughs> I will it's a bit like a shopping list, though, isn't it? <laughs> Second row, dead. Go. <laughs> Get up in its grill to stop it from uh, basting, okay. Harrison. Cool. And Harrison, you knock back this barracuda blood. <laughs> it is vile and disgusting. Like, ugh, kind of tepid, oily liquid that you put. You think it's probably fish oil as well, just to help it go so down <laughs> nicely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, But you suddenly feel like an adrenaline surge. So your next three actions uh, take one less uh, um, dial on the clock. Okay, so quick question. Uh, before we came in, I said I had my pistol in one hand and my vibroblade in the other. Does yep. that mean the vibroblade is still, is that considered ready? ready? Yep. Okay. Yeah, considered so ready. then Harrison will uh, move. Okay. Okay, cool. Right. Um, uh, right, move around to number five and Grimjaw. 
I will follow the opposite side of Edge 210. Like it. And uh, I will do a charge action. Okay, cool. Five. I hope one of these big machines is a jukebox that starts playing Don't Stop Me Now. (laughs) (laughs) Dance around it. (laughs) Okay, cool. So, uh, next. I like that way you're just pinging yourself there. You're like, sorry, yeah. I, I, uh, no, it's like you're going So I've done my moves. So you, moved. Um, so you can now see the creature, this huge, horrible rat creature, yeah. almost bionic and mushroom infested and swollen and lizard and rat and breathing red, strange, energistic mycelium breath weapon. Just gonna move back next to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it is it around any conveniently red barrels or? <laughs> um, but there there is a um, uh, yes, Veronique. It is slightly undead. Uh, above its head, you can see there are where they've where that um, waste shoot kind of or or food shoot is where they've kind of chucking stuff into it. Above there, clearly building that cavern has created some instability in the structure above. And it's not necessarily like cranes or anything, but you see there's a big panel of the ceiling that is just like hanging mm. Mm. Uh, loose. And it's pretty big. You know, that that's uh, probably 10 foot square. Cool. In uh, my next action will be to uh, do some probing shots at that. <laughs> I like it. Cool, cool. Oh, also, make an observe roll. Yep, a second. And Grimjaw, actually, because you're on this side of the... Uh, two successes. Yeah. Okay, two successes. No successes. No successes. Nope. Okay. Jefflon, you notice on the wall here a large logo for a corporation covered in ancient dirt and mud and a bit of mold um, everywhere. But faintly underneath it, you're like, I recognize that. Why do I recognize that? Oh, hang on. That's my signature. And across the thing, across the wall, in this big kind of hexagonal logo, it has Muskerberg, as you would have written it, intergalactic underneath. (laughs) Property, property, nobody break anything. (laughs) <laughs> uh, amazing amazing what a twist uh, uh, yeah cool cool I am, i'm gonna glock it the next next time so i'm gonna <laughs> glock it uh, okay uh, cool it's three isn't it yes yeah. three for a ranged attack i would do two Monk. cool okay so we're gonna move on and uh the creature uh, seeing this, uh, it's going to range attack, but seeing Ed 210 is there, I think it's going to range attack Ed 210 because he's in the way. Mm-hmm. It's like going for Harrison, but you stepped in the way. So it's like, yeah. Mr. President, right, I just have down. so much fun doing that face. <laughs> 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 Mr. President, get down. Was that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dive in the way of the bullet. Yeah. Here we go, Ed 210. This red corruption that's spraying all over you. You feel it getting in the nooks and crannies of your armor and corroding things. Oh, I got a dodeca. Look at that. Bosh. That's a hit. 
Okay, so seven dice for damage. Um, toughness nine. Four damage. Out. Yeah, that was a good roll. Oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be the big final battle without you taking a few dinks in your armor. Uh, I look back at Harrison and start to reevaluate why I like him so much. <laughs> it's like, Ow! This is not good, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, and it's next action. Um, it can see you all av- advancing on it. Um, it's going to. Go on the defensive. Which, if I remember correctly, means you guys all have to get uh, all of its defenses in temporarily by two to a maximum of 12. Um, That's... So they're all 12. Yep. So between now and that point, all of its defenses are 12. Wonderful. So you can see it kind of breathing in and the mushrooms glowing and its spikes jutting out and it's kind of getting itself, you know, in a defensive position for all of you. It's snorting and kind of scratching the floor with its feet, tearing up huge chunks of metal. This thing is disgusting and enormous. Oh, sorry. Everybody else needs to have three... Three uh, dice rolled against their defiance, don't they? Uh, to gain a point of peril. So I'll just roll that collectively now for everyone apart from Harrison. Here we go. I rolled a two and two ones. Yay. So Ooh. I'm going to use my re roll that someone oh. bought me. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 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 I rolled an 11. Booyah. Yeah. <laughs> everyone take a point of peril. This thing peril. is scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool. Okay. So, um, Harrison, you are next. Okay. So, I moved last time. Yes, you were moving into that zone. And I will move again. I cannot afford to charge because my val- vitality is, is a little low for that kind of ma- nonsense, but I will move. <laughs> <laughs> Engage it in glorious melee combat. <laughs> okay, cool. So you're going to move in your next turn. So we'll go around to here. Uh, I think Ed was first in this one, wasn't he? Yeah. Right, Sorry. Ed. Ashel, no, no, get on the bonds. Oh, uh, move into the zone first. Uh, I will. Uh, okay. There you go. With my charge, I'm going to smack it in the head. Uh, so cool. I get five dice. One, two, three. Five. Uh, and I need a nine. Well, that sucks. I'm going to use my reroll. <laughs> I don't think I've got anything over four. That's much better. That's two twelves and a nine. So that is one, two, three, four successes. Cool. So add three onto your weapon strength. Uh, yeah, so 8, 9, 10, 11. 11 dice, and you need 12s. 2, 3, 4, 
We're all going to die. <laughs> if I get 11, 12, I'll be very surprised, but very happy. Um, <laughs> I did not get 11, 12. Um, so that's two, three, one. Uh, I got a lot of doubles, but uh, I only got one 12. Okay, well, your doubles count, remember? Uh, so I got, oh, I got three threes. That's uh, two extra. Three twos. Two Actually, extra. I got a lot of triples. Um, one, is that a six or a nine? Oh, that's another nine. So four nines and a 12. Wow. Wow. So wow. three, two, two. So that's uh, seven plus the one at the beginning. That's, that's eight damage. Wow. You absolutely <laughs> nodded that thing. Okay. <laughs> so you tear into this creature and it um, squeals in terrible pain as you use it was part of the, the fungoid town, yeah. wasn't it? You pulled yeah. out. It's got a little bit of pink and green on the edge of it. And as you wow. plunge that into it, it like this horrible sound comes out of it and a, a dusty blood comes out like there's a trail of blood and then there's a bit of red dust that kind of comes with it puffing out of its engorged body uh you don't care you're a robot you have no kind of squeamishness or sensibilities your programming is slightly worrying if this uh threat is too high for your combat quotient but you think with your friends around you you might survive (laughs) hostility resistance is futile (laughs) Head two ten is unstoppable. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. Okay, so head two ten. I assume your next action is going to be a melee weapon attack. Um, hmm, vitality three. Yeah, why not? I'm not going to go defensive. I'm just going to smack it in the head again. Okay, cool. So move four around the clock. Four for an attack. Uh, one, two, three. I'm on num- numero uno. Oosh. Uno. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so, um, Jefflon. Uh, not a single success. I'm going to use a look point. Okay. <laughs> one of those. And then I just reroll everything, right? Yep. yep. I think you want to. Uh, can you use two look points if you have two? <laughs> yeah, go on. It's the last session. Why not? Uh, Normally I wouldn't, but it's a special night. Single success. <laughs> ah, cool. Okay. So you look up and you're like, and this thing is like, and you can see that there's probably just a few rivets holding it together and you fire. And the bullet hits. And it, for a moment you're like, ah, oh, shit, that didn't do anything. And then it like, falls downwards so I really like your idea of using the environment to your advantage so I'm going to give you two add two onto your weapon strength and that's the damage that this thing will do to the creature as it plummets from the sky I'm glad it falls straight down and not at a slight angle to it straight down straight down we both look up like oh shit I don't think I could have rolled worse there's not a single dodeca and not oh. a single double. Oh no. Oh. Yeah, so you didn't you didn't do any <laughs> oh, didn't do any damage. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it turns out it was plastic. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just, just, it's just 
It's 2D. It was just a picture. (laughs) (laughs) It thuds down into the ground. Bong. Makes a really loud banging noise, um, but doesn't doesn't damage it, unfortunately. Oh, misery. (sighs) Good idea, though. Um, (laughs) Cool. Okay, so next round. Oh, what's what's your next action going to be? Uh, scouting yeah, like the it, environment. I like it's now Jefflon and Maria. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will. Let me see. Probably just just shoot the thing, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna shoot it again. Okay. Um, one, two, three. Two, three. Yeah. At least. Okay. And I just got a reroll, so might not miss. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Grimjaw. And we'll be charging the beast. Yep. So move here. Um, cool. Is any of its toughness armor at all? Does it count as armor? No. No, it's all the flesh. Yep. It's no just problem. so fucking tough. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so roll for my attack. Oh, we got a reroll for Josh just then. No. Should we let Josh reroll that? That damage roll for his yeah, armor plate if he wants to. If you want to, Josh, or you can leave it as it is. You can make a copy. Let let's let's progress. Let's progress. Yeah. Go, yeah, go, yeah, let's yeah. go with yeah. uh, Grimjaw. So I got three successes. Uh, I need to get twelves on the damage, don't I? Yes, you do. Right. So three successes. So twelve strength overall. Is it ten normally? Ten normally, yeah. Okay, yep. Two extra, yep. Oh, just roll my dice. Then. One, two. Okay. So. <laughs> what have you got? I just need to roll two more dice. Just roll okay. Only ten here. So I'm only rolling a ten and an eleven to see what I get from here. Uh. Neither of those were 10 or 11, so that doesn't matter. Okay, so... I've got two twos, two fives, two threes, and a 12. Wow. Okay, so you did four points of damage. Yes, you four points of damage. Okay. Ah, it squeals. Yeah! Again, do you, what what weapon are you using? You've got your my, big... Um, my, my wrench big with a nail at the end. Yeah, big net. Smashing yeah, yeah. inside of it. You punch at its body, and it's like quivering sack of flesh. Like burps in your direction <laughs> with blood and dust, and it's like, oh, oh. you've seen that so bit in gross. Flash Gordon where he falls in that thing in the swamp, and it's like a big, yeah, it's like it's like that kind of <laughs> kind of fleshy thing, and you're like, Ugh. so disgusting. I love it. <laughs> yep. Absolutely disgusting. And what's your next action going to be, Grimjaw? It'll be another melee attack. To the number two. Okay, done. Harrison, do you move into the zone? So Harrison moves into the zone, and then he is going to swing his vibro blade at this thing. And this will be his last round of his uh, oh, yeah. break blood, I believe, or uh, barracuda blood. So yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, so you're into one. We'll just move. <laughs> Jeff, right, lucky. <laughs> Here we go. So we go around, and it's the beast. So the beast has been on the defensive. Now it's fucking pissed off with all of you, you people in close quarters with it. And it's like looking around and this this horrible space dwarf with a big spiky thing deserves a good clobber 
and it <laughs> pulls out its it like tears its hand out of the kind of nest area that it was in and its fingers are huge steel prongs and it like swings at you <laughs> Um, but that's that's its next action. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, that's what it's trying to do. Yep. Or okay, Jefflon. Gluck. Uh, let's go. Gluck. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not toughness twelve anymore. It's toughness eleven now. Good. I hit it once. <laughs> hey, that's nice. enough. So let's roll that um, damage. Oh, okay, I got I got uh, two doubles, but no successes. Did you get an eleven? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, oh, wait, I'll you... use my reroll now. <laughs> ah, yeah, go for it. Go for it. I got an eleven uh, Ooh, and, a double. And, a, and a double. And a double. Oh, and a double. Yes. So yeah. two points of damage. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, and you see like blood coming off of it. One of some of the mushrooms on its back like popping. As you blast it, um, what's your next action going to be, Jefflon? Uh, is this thing looking unwell? Yeah, yeah, it's it... like it's now starting to like scream and screech, and there's multiple wounds right. in its body, and it's like quivering torso. I hear you. I hear you. I'm going to start throwing things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, it's in the serious trouble now. <laughs> I feel like the economy is a little bit unstacked when people just start throwing. It's it's only two. <laughs> Base damage four. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's two. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. Ed two ten with his savage bit of metal, swinging it. it around. I hit it in the face. So. I will do on. Uh, it's I get five, so I'll do, see if this works. No. Slash roll. I always get this wrong. That's why I just roll normal dice. I'm <laughs> Shazam. Uh, one, I think. And, and, a, double. and a double. Oh, so two. Yeah, two successes. So add one to your weapon damage. Weapon strength, two, I should say. Sorry, three, four, to roll damage. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, and I need eleven, right? Yes, you do. Oh, so I'll draw in here. Uh, roll 90, 12. Bam. Ooh. One. Ooh. Two. Got a 12, though. Three. There's two sevens, two threes, and a and 12. And a 12. So three damage. Three damage. This thing is taking a battering now, and it's like... <laughs> um, if it's still around, we're going to do it again. One, two, three, okay. four. Okay, cool. So I moved to five. Harrison. All right, Harrison swings his uh, his vibro blade with his five training dice. Cool. And gets three twelves. Uh, oh, five successes! Yeah, wow. So Dodecahedron <laughs> and a one. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Uh, so four added onto your weapon strength. And my, my yeah. weapon is pa- a powerful energy blade, so my base is 10. So 14 wow. dice. Ooh. Yeah, 11. pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> have you got oh, a re-roll by this. any chance, Aaron? I do have re-roll. Two fours. You got any luck left? I got two luck. That's <laughs> why so I'm keeping track of the dice that are actually... He's rolling, yeah, he's rolling them. There we go. <laughs> 
tally that up. There we go. Carry the one. Okay, so uh, on f I got two fours, two twelves, and an eleven, and I'm going to use my luck point to re-roll the other. Let's see, that's five dice. The other uh, nine dice. Sorry, how, what did you say? You had two fours. I, I got two fours, two twelves, and an eleven. Okay, so you got four successes so far. Four successes yeah, on, okay. on the five dice. So I'm going to yep. use a luck point to re-roll yep. the other nine dice. I like yeah, it. We're going yeah, for yeah. a massive like heart <laughs> plunge yeah. here, aren't we? It's got like a cribbage form he's filling in. Okay. So we ended up with four fours, Ooh, two wow. twelves, and three elevens. Oh, so five plus three, that's eight damage. Okay. Yes. Now, do I should I take a little picture of how many wounds it's got left? <laughs> Eight. Can you see that? Eight. It's an eight. Yeah. Nice. Therefore, you plunge your blade into the creature's heart. <laughs> a shower of horrible gore comes out all over you. Oh, of course it does. Mushrooms <laughs> and guts and all kinds of things. It's what it's been eating and everything. And your arm is buried up to the, uh, the shoulder in the body. <laughs> and uh, he's twiddling it around in there. And uh, the creature like <clears throat> shudders and falls to the floor. And uh, it is dead. And all of its bodily fluids start to seep out of it around your feet and your boots. The mushrooms on its back wilt immediately and die and shrivel up into little black husks. Um, and congratulations, you have defeated the beast. Yeah. Behind Person it. pulls his vibro blade out. And he's like, I, we get upstairs and finish this off. I'm never coming down to this shitty level again. <laughs> <laughs> Such vibrant people and wildlife. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> um, and you, you, you make your way. Um, combat, combat's over now. Uh, you make your way towards the the entrance at the other end. So there's a big corridor behind the beast where it was kind of dwelling, where the rat ratkin were keeping it sort of in that location. And you can see beyond there is a corridor, like a uh, it's a quite a wide corridor. And along the walls there are uh, doorways, um, metal doors, and there's metal walls. And the floor has kind of that mold left over from an ancient carpet. That's like not there anymore. And you can all now see this big logo on the wall that says Muskerberg Intergalactic. A lot of the doors that you can see in this corridor are charred with some sort of fire. They're burnt out. Um, and as you kind of walk along, you can see that each of them has next to it a uh, like a, a little glass crystal panel. Jefflon to you, this looks like some sort of thumb scanner. Um, uh, but these strange ancient technology guarding the passage into each of these chambers. Uh, although all of them look burnt apart from one. Uh, and there's a little light uh, and a little, uh, little panel at the top of the doorway. And it has the letter G on it. Um, 
Uh, oh no, it'd probably be one, wouldn't it? Probably be one. Uh, and uh, as you approach, you can see um, that the door doesn't react to you. Nothing happens. It's a big metal, two sort of metal doors that would open up like that. And there's a little panel next to it. Uh, Ancestor, this appears to be a shrine to you. Uh, yes, I think so. I think you're correct. Now, I got one question for you all, and I want you to take this seriously. How do you feel about lounge jazz? And then I'm going to put my thumb right <laughs> <laughs> And the door opens, and strange, beautiful music fills the air as the, oh, elevator, <laughs> as the elevator chamber opens. And you're, Jefflon, you're catapulted back millennia to, to your rides up to the boardroom. Um, uh, and here in front of you is the executive elevator uh, that will uh, used to take you up to the boardroom and what was above, but now it seems it's going to take you up to an even more deadlier layer of the Grim Hulk. And the last scene we see of our heroes is them cl clambering into this elevator, our, our bounty hunter warrior, our space dwarf, our robot, our weird kid and uh, ancient executive uh, and the doors close and you hear a female voice saying going up <laughs> yes. and that's yes. that is the end of Grimhawk thank you very oh, much players that was oh, so much you fun you guys really got into it and just like <laughs> really played your character so well so that's cool Absolutely. <sighs> yeah. thank you excellent so don't forget, everybody, Dodeca, which you can't see, but you can now, is available on Drive-Thru RPG right now. And uh, I think we can put a link in the... Oh, there we go. Thank you, Millie. Um, a link in the chat, and there's a link down below in the video description if you're watching back on YouTube. Twitch people, don't forget to check it out. After 24 hours, it will be on YouTube. Come and give a little like, maybe a comment. This is cool kind of thing. Help us with the algorithm, find other people. And if you're watching this back on YouTube, don't forget we stream live on Twitch so you can come and join us there as well. Check out all the social medias. As we always say, join us on our Discord. Over five, nearly 550 people now gathering together to talk about role-playing, our shows, other shows, TV, all kinds of stuff. It's an amazing community and it's just grown into something fantastic. Uh, and also check out the Patreon. We've got loads of cool stuff for our patrons, uh, including our new many editions of D&D &D Adventure, uh, which I managed to get edited and up onto the Patreon today. So go and check that out. That's lots of fun. That's a dungeon, dungeon crawling. And we're going to move through the editions as we gain levels. And we're going to see how each version of D&D &D is a little bit different. Cool. Also... Don't forget the uh, uh, <clears throat> the GoFundMe. Yeah, that's the one. We've, yeah. got, a, we've got a link. Uh, have we got the link in there recently? No, I'll yeah, whack there it you up. Go. Thank oh, you. there we go. Okay, cool. So yes, to um, help raise money for this urgent needed life-saving operation. That is fantastic. Yeah. How, how is it doing? Um, we started the night on um, 1400 uh, around 14 and now it's on yep. 1900 oh just, just because of this stream. fantastic fantastic incredible 
Awesome. Um, Thank you so much. So just the Garbag community have absolutely blown me away. Everyone has been so incredible. So thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. And when I tell my mum in the morning, she's not going to believe me. (laughs) Um, Well, if we can help, you know, then that's that's great. If we can help the community, use the community for a good cause. And that's fantastic. And one of the things trying to set it all up for. So great. That's great. Thank you so much. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you very much, players. I think that's going to be the end of our Grim Hulk and our Dodeca for a little while. Um, although, you know, probably be coming back at some point. And I am doing more stuff on Dodeca uh, on the Discord. So come and join our Discord uh, and find out more about it there. But otherwise, thank you very much to my players. Um, it was a great, great uh, adventure. And awesome. Thank yeah, you, Pete. Uh, uh, thanks, Pete. And thank you to our audience. And uh, we've been Garbled Games. Stay safe and uh, happy gaming, everybody. <laughs>